morning, all you nine to fivers. It's time to wake your asses up. You're tuned to Billy Goat and Joe in the Mornings, 94.7 XFM, The Chug, broadcasting live across the beautiful tri-state area. This is the worst one you've got. I'm Joe, and sitting across from me, the sour grape. That's nice, thanks. Billy Goat, you know I'm just kidding. How are you doing this fine AM? Hey, folks. You're listening to Everyone's That's a great. Critic. Now, Billy Goat, I've been thinking this that, is like Jess. my marriage to my high school sweetheart, this show is getting a little listeners. stale. So before wow. we kick off our power hour we of ZZ Top, I'm going to live up to the station's namesake and down a whole chug of pen's oil. Okay. It's, okay. A su- it's a sunrise stunt, Billy Goat. Time me. Folks, this is Everyone's a Critic. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm Jess. I'm joined, as always, yeah. by Jonathan. Ugh. How you doing? I'm doing okay. I've got a lot of water in me now. Well, whose fault is that? It's mine. Everybody, this is the internet's first curated volume of other people's opinions, where That's we're going right. to uh, read each other some reviews that we found this week. And I am dying to tell you about the things that I have picked. I'm very, very excited. Now I've had to listen to a cowbell, and you pretend to drink some pins oil. So can we roll? We can. What's your theme? So uh, this week, I am trying to find some balance in my life. So I'm going to start with something that I hate with all of me. It's a bad thing. It's bad. And it's gone with the wind. Perfect. Perfect. And then I'm going to cleanse my soul and my palate and my being by telling you about Cats the Musical. And then reviews of those things, presumably. Yes, no, I found some rad, rad reviews for people who think Gone with the Wind isn't garbage and people who think Cats the Musical is. Sounds perfect. I am going to take us on a magical, mystical journey to Myrtle Beach. Oh, boy. A place where I've never been, but I just imagine if I had to rank my personal hells on Earth, it's pretty far up there. Just purgatory there, mm-hmm. huh? So are you ready? Um, ready as I'll ever be. Let, let's start this big road trip to Myrtle Beach. Summer fun and fun in the sun. Get those cheeks sandy in America's top vacay destination. Build a sandcastle, then fuck it up. Wear your sandals, but leave on those socks. Enjoy a cold beer, but not on the beach. Drinking on the beach is strictly against the rules. Okay, seriously, we don't. It's If you want to drink on the beach, just go to Daytona. They'll, those heathens will let you do anything. It's fine. Just not here. Not at my Myrtle Beach. No, sir. Nuh-uh. No. Buy a necklace made of tiny shells. Feast on a buffet of last week's fresh fish. Or visit Broadway at the beach and take those credit cards to the max at one of our famous chain restaurants. Myrtle Beach. Because you couldn't afford Disney World. So before we uh, dig dig into some more detailed stuff about Myrtle Beach, I wanted to take you and our listeners on just a big grand tour of the Myrtle Beach area, Mm -hmm. different parts of the area, what's available, what people are going to. Sand, I imagine. And so we're getting started with the sand. We're going to get started on with TripAdvisor reviews for Myrtle Beach itself. 
And here's our first review. It is from Chantel G. Myrtle Beach has still got it. <laughs> As a South Carolina native and visitor to Myrtle Beach my whole life, it is hard to hear of all the issues this city is having with crime and other negativity. But don't believe all you hear from the media and on social media. Myrtle Beach is one of the clean, most clean beaches I have ever been to. The beach itself is beautiful and clean. <laughs> Horry County sweeps and empties trash nightly. I have sat and watched the equipment do so, and with just a little help hey, from hey, the hey. tourist. Hey, it's, it's, uh, it's Myrtle Beach in H- Horry County? I believe it's in Horry County, yes. It's in, okay. Okay, go on. <laughs> That's fine. And with just a little help from the tourist, picking up what they bring with them, the beach would be top-notch. The pavilion is missed from Ocean Boulevard, but there are still many things to do, and one can spend hours in the Gay Dolphin looking at all they offer. Eat lunch at Peaches. Horrid County got itself a Gay Dolphin. Why have I not gone to Myrtle Beach yet? (laughs) Well, we might find out. Um, Eat lunch at Peaches. Have breakfast at Mandy's. (laughs) Or have a beer at the Bowery to feel the Myrtle Beach nostalgia. There is crime everywhere today. Myrtle Beach is not exempt. Our media makes it sound like one can't walk outside without dodging bullets, but that is not true. (laughs) One must always be aware of their surroundings, but there is really nowhere more busting and beautiful to do that than Myrtle Beach. (laughs) Now we've got a four-star review by M. Porterfield, Polish Lifeguards. (laughs) The beach itself is wonderful. Trash was picked up daily, clean. The lifeguards that patrolled our section were from Poland. Oh, no! They did not speak much English. Doesn't seem great if there is a life-threatening issue. Sometimes a little rude to people. No, you... No. No. (laughs) If somebody's drowning, you don't need to... You don't talk to... You don't... Oh, hey, are you drowning right now? Is... Are you drowning right now? Oh, man! How's the kids? Like, no, you don't need to. You just get them out of the water and then you save their life. And then that person says, oh, thanks for letting me not die. Oh, you're Polish? You don't speak a lot of... Okay, okay. I'm going back Hi, in the water. I American. Me drown? You save. Thank you. Like, what the fuck? Like, what? I No, they save... No. No. I don't like it. Are you ready to move on to a different part of Myrtle Beach? Uh, There's more than the beach. We're road tripping. We're road tripping to Broadway at the beach. So we're just like walking up. Broadway at the beach is a popular. San Hated Gay Dolphins. And then we're just moving on up up to, uh, yeah, further inland. We've got Broadway at the beach. It's a big like tourist walking area. Lots Lots of your favorite, favorite chain restaurants. Yes. You got the Jimmy Buffett's. You got the uh, Joe's Crab. Hard, hard Rock? Stuff. Hard Rock Cafe? I'm sure there's a Get a, you know hard, there's rock a hard Rock for the Hard cafe. Rock? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so let's do this fucking thing. We've got, <laughs> uh, we got one star review. Fourth of July fireworks and a fight. Oh, man. This is by Charles R. TripAdvisor. Went to see fireworks and a big fight broke out across the bridge from Senior Frogs at approximately 1040 p.m. Active shooter scenario was yelled out by a member of security, quote unquote. Wait, 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 wait. I gotta ask, I gotta ask. Did they say senior frogs or did you say senior frogs? Because it makes the whole thing a lot better. I assume that's supposed to be senor. Or is it really just like old frogs? Uh, oh, fuck. We gotta restart. 
no, no, leave it, continue. This makes it better. Oh, God. Fight broke out at the old folks' home across the street. The frogs have just beaten each other with walkers the old and frogs shit. Home, yes. Yep. Okay. Okay. Good. I'm getting a picture of it. Go ahead. 10:40 p.m. <gasps> ba bomb. Active active shooter scenario was yelled out by a member of security. If he was security, he was incognito. Yelling that in a crowd was stupid. People ran panic-stricken up the bridge towards Senior Frogs. There were flip-flops left here and there where people just ran away. There was a stroller abandoned. All the shops closed in a panic. Multiple police showed up. Two motorcycle cops came into the inner walkway around the people in shop entrances. Two female officers, you can just say officers, ran back and forth <laughs> followed, following the two on the motorcycles. Two fire trucks showed up. Five ambulances also showed up. Can't even go see fireworks anymore at the beach. Idiots everywhere. What the what the fuck? What the shit? Oh man, went aboard the Titanic. It sank one star. Fuck you! No, no! You don't know if there was a shooter or not? Oh shit, I mean like, if some guy was just like, hey there's a shooter, that guy's a dumbass, don't do that. That's dangerous and, and bizarre and don't do that. But you can't rate a place one star because there was like, a panic of death. You can't be like, oh, no, I went on the Tower of Terror and I got scared. One star. <laughs> like, no, you can't. Like, those things don't relate. I don't know why I put those together. But shit, man, no. <laughs> Jeez. You're really getting me all riled up. I know. These are some gnarly I ones, right? I can't to talk about Gone with the Wind because I'm already spitting fire. Let's get gnarlier. You want to get gnarlier with me? Always. Because we're about to hear from Humpty D. Oh. My new best friend, my dad, Humpty D. Five stars for Broadway at the Beach. Always busy. Great restaurants. I had fun walking the boardwalk eating these things called Dragon Balls. They're like cereal hit with nitrogen. Pretty cool if you ask me. Then I ended up going to this oyster bar called Dirty Don's Oyster Bar. I didn't get the server's name, but he was amazing and fast. <laughs> Food was super hot and raw. It was raw oysters. <laughs> The service name was Don. And was he amazing and fast? Uh, yeah. And mm. dirty. That's why he liked it so much. Mm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Food was super hot, and raw oysters were super fresh. Oh, man. So was Don. Mm. He's getting me all hot and bothered. Mm. Those oysters. <laughs> oysters, o oysters, a known aphrodisiac, much like Don. Don dirty the Don. Man. Taste of the oven seawater in the most exquisite way. Fried clams were amazing, as well as the shrimp and friend oysters. Shrimp. At first, <laughs> I ended up walking to the noisy oyster, which is located in the barrio slash hood, no worries. Just a simple backtrack, I ended up at the boardwalk, where I made a fascinating discovery, Dirty Don's Oyster Bar. Make sure you stay close to your hotel when wandering, just to be safe. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. So he just, like, flipped around. He was just like, nah, I was walking around. And then I, I went to Dirty Don's, and then I was walking around, and then I went back. Did he go to Dirty Don's, like, again for dessert? Humpty D always flips the script. Oh. He keeps it fresh. He keeps okay. it alive. I like the universe that I'm creating where the servers in restaurants are always named the name of the restaurant. Like, I like... Well, that. famously, Jimmy Buffett does serve all the food himself. He is the server in every single Margaritaville. He's like Santa Claus. Just like Tim Rigo Tim 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 McGraw. Tim McGraw is the server in every single one of his shit. What is it? 
Tim McGraw's the restaurant? Not Tim McGraw. No, the one with the beer with the horses I mean, guy. I should. Kenny. Ch- no, not Kenny Chesney. You know? We're scared for oh, my oh, man. Oh, 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 horses. That's not Garth Brooks. That's not Garth. No. It's, oh, shit. I don't know. That guy. <laughs> is it Chester the Cheetos man? It is. Okay. Shit. I should have, I should have not, I shouldn't have done that bit. If I didn't know what his name was, it's not Tim McGraw. Okay. Let's do the next review. (laughs) Toby Keith. This has gone on so long. Okay. Hey, wait. I'm going to tell you something real quick. What's that? I found Toby Keith's name because I Googled whiskey for my men. Can I tell you the Google suggestion? Please. Stroll cycle. What? Whiskey for my menstrual cycle is the Google suggestion. Okay, well, now we have to <laughs> fucking dive down that rabbit hole. I'll we just do put not. No, I can no, tell you. Click it. Listen, as a let's lady. Pollute, let's pollute your Google search. I can tell you what the whiskey is for in your menstrual cycle, and it's for everything. It's for all your ailments. What's the first result? I hope it's Healthline. How long is my menstrual cycle? Center for Young Women's Health. Oh, well, okay. Well, here's one of the problems. I spelled whiskey W-H-I-C-J-S-E-Y because I'm just really fat-fingered a bitch. <laughs> you were just really fat-fingered a bitch? I just really fat-fingered the bitch. Ah, okay. The bitch being my keyboard. Okay, okay. Minstrel Delights, the best beverages for your period. Monthly gift. And it's whiskey? It's whiskey, yes. I heard somebody once... Like, some Cosmopolitan article was like, women, don't drink coffee or alcohol on your period and you'll have better menstrual cramps. And I was like, fuck you. (laughs) Fuck you. That's like telling people who, like, are literally about to die that are, like, on their deathbeds. Like, you know what? Don't smoke that last cigarette. It'll kill (laughs) you. No, fuck you. I'm on my fucking period. I'll I'll eat and I'll drink what I want. (laughs) Don't smoke, though. That's bad for you. Oh, people can smoke if they want to. No, it's bad for you. Oh, it's so carcinogenic. It's super no. bad for you. It's but so, don't smoke. It's bad. Don't truth, smoke. People. No, 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 live no. If your truth is smoking cigarettes, don't do it. We don't judge people. Okay, but don't Except smoke. for the people who write these reviews. Shh, don't smoke. Speaking of reviews, let's move to our last destination in Myrtle Beach. We can't talk about Myrtle Beach without talking about the boardwalk now i say boardwalk like that because the boardwalk kind of famously uh a little sketch it's a little sketch these days a little run down let's look first at uh a review by a traveler 0511 really tried to overcomplicate that name there (laughs) at travel four star review nice walk in broadwalk we strolled on broadwalk stopped by at stores did shopping took a ride in giant wheel Ate in a nice restaurant. Had a great time. Kind of sets the mood for things. Okay. I'm happy for them. Good job. One star review. James C. Tourist trap. Overpriced. Run down. Stay away after dark. Just stay away. Teens probably like this for the crowds, but I cannot imagine who spends money there. Didn't see anything worth the asking price. Now, when I was a teenager... I was about to say... When I was a teenager... And I was feeling a little feisty. I would go out and I'd find those crowds. There's nothing I loved more as a teenager than being around people. 
if it was a holiday, I would find the most touristy, busy place possible and just, just walk around in the crowds and, and be unable to breathe. And it made me so happy. It just really makes you feel connected when you can smell all the smells that other people give off. <laughs> just, hmm. James C. has really got his finger on the pulse of teens today. <laughs> What's up, my fellow youths? Now, we got a long one here. To round things out, our last, our last stop at Myrtle Beach... Rudy R. Two stars. Rudy, 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 Rudy. Not use to nasty. I am unaccustomed to scary drugged out patrons in a public tourist destination. An above average number of persons were passed out, panhandling, stumbling, and totally wasted. I am not talking about drunk college kids on break. I am talking about strung out adults, dirty, not groomed, and in total shambles. It made me feel so unsafe and fearing for the safety of the kids in our group. The boardwalk was clean. There was live music. The sidewalk was too small and the amount of beachgoers on a Tuesday night was abundant. The main area was plagued with the usual t-shirt shops and bars. The parking was outrageously expensive. Years ago, the beach was lined with small hotels. It was a cute little beach town. Now, there are huge, tall hotels blocking the view of the original inhabitants. The low-rider cars and teenage drivers slowed the pace of traffic. So many cruising the strip. Too many. Motorcycles revered their engines. It was deafening and probably unnecessary. All great engine in my Harley Davidson. <laughs> Thank what? you for this leather jacket and our feast. Oddly, the cannabis store was empty on this particular Tuesday night. It was an uncomfortable atmosphere for me. I'm sorry, uh, C-A-N-N-B-I-S? Uh-huh. Okay. A B I S. Well, yeah, yeah. However, you spell it correctly. Excuse yeah, yeah. me. What? We understand. Excuse me. <laughs> I assume. I assume he means like a like a glassware shop, but uh, it's the cannabis store because that's what all these teens and their fucking lowriders are into these days. It's not legal in um, South Carolina. <laughs> nope. Nope. It's not. Just like so many things. I asked... Like, being a human. <laughs> what? It's probably not legal in South Carolina, either. I don't know what I'm talking about. I have I nothing... I have no problems with South Carolina, but I can tell you, you can't smoke the good green. <laughs> I asked that we didn't go back. To it, the cannabis store with the children in your group? We're not sure. We're getting a little lost at this point. Okay, okay. That's fine. As if this reviewer just went to the cannabis store with the children in his group that he was concerned about. It was nothing like it was in the 80s. The cannabis store? <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm so hung up on this. I don't understand. Forget about the fucking cannabis uh, he store. He didn't know. He wandered into that one boardwalk shop that was selling those oversized hoodies that have Rasta color on them for white dudes. Mm -hmm. You know? And he was like, mm, this is a cannabis store. Don't let's not come back here with the children. <laughs> like, I just... <laughs> That's good. That's it. <laughs> he, he, rounds out, he rounds out his review by saying there were many people playing in the water at dusk. This beach seemed to be a draw for families. Like, just, just gives up on all of his outrage. <laughs> we're done. All right. Do you want to talk about things I hate? I do want to talk about things you hate. Just the one thing, actually. Well, actually, it's a lot of things boiled, just, just not boiled, <laughs> wrapped up in one, one package. But one I think... This is a thing we can keep coming back to, so we'll Two start with this. Two-hour package. 
two hour to four hour package. Really? That's yeah. How long, that's how long Gone with the Wind is. Have you never seen Gone with the Wind? I, um, I've seen bits and pieces. You lucky and, son of a bitch! And those bits and pieces, I was not paying attention because I've got better shit to do in my brain. I have seen Gone with the Wind all the way through three times. Now, did you pay attention? Because when Gone with the Wind is on, I go to that special place in my brain that I go to when I'm at like a really boring uh, speech. Each time I saw it, it was at the request of somebody who, for reasons beyond my being, really loved it. And so it was one of those check-in scenarios. Oh, did you see that? Did you see that? Did Did you see... How she was doing it there? Did you? Oh, did you see her Vivian Leigh's dress? That was rad, right? Oh, they kept they, they're like and slapping I'd you. Be and like, like you see mm, that? Yep, I saw it was green, wasn't it? Made made it out of curtains, huh? Okay. Let's dig into this bad boy. Ooh, okay, all right. So, mm. uh, like Gerard okay. Butler, I think is that who's in it. <laughs> That's all I know. Yeah, about it. yeah. I yeah. He did. He did three hundred first. Yeah. And then he was in Gone with the yeah. Wind. Yeah, I know. I know he's in it, and I know that that um, a woman like slaps a baby. <laughs> a sort of like racist portrayal of a woman slaps a baby, but isn't that actress was like no, really I, well, okay, well okay, regarded? Okay, okay. Can we right? can we can we scroll back to where you really you really think his name's Gerard Butler? Gerard Butler is is alive now. He is an actor now. We've been together for like eight years. Why do you think I'm being serious? Uh, <laughs> I was so confused. Just rampaged on, and I was like, no, no. Sometimes I wonder if you know me at all. Also, is it not Gerard Butler? No, it's Rhett Butler in the movie, and he's played by Clark, Clark fucking Gable. Clark Gable. Okay, now, to be fair, I did think his real name was Rhett Butler. Let's get to the reviews. <laughs> oh, gosh. I've never watched this movie. I am so jealous of you. Okay, this is a review on Amazon by Amazon user T-Rific. Ooh. A classic. It has been wildly regarded as the greatest movie ever made. I don't know about that, but I also cannot think of a movie that should receive that title instead of this one. So it may be. It's long, nearly four hours. But the good thing about getting this on Blu-ray or DVD is that you can split it into two nights to watch, like a mini-series. It's actually more enjoyable that way. It's really about relationships with people and the land. Then dealing with the tragedy of the war. It's sort of a chick flick that dudes can enjoy too. Vivian Leigh and Clark Gable were absolutely spectacular and fascinating to watch playing their roles. Hey. Any other movie. Can you think of any other movie? Because it's better. (laughs) Anyone. Any other. The original Judge Dredd with Sylvester Stallone. It's a better movie. It's better than this one. What makes it better? Um, everything, everything, okay. every it, okay. all, Ooh. all of it's not about the. It's not this one. Okay, okay, Roger. I'll challenge you on the. Detail. <laughs> I'll, I'll challenge you on the details later. But let, let's get the rest. Okay, of the okay, 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 okay. You know, it? generally, like what Gone with the Wind's about, right? 
Um, there is a war, and then it's there's the American a, Civil War. There's a baby of which we do not know much about birthing, and there's a dress. There's a number of dresses. She won the first Oscar for an African American woman. I was gonna ask. I thought that was the case. Yeah. That's the only good thing about this movie. Right. The character written for her. Little sketch. Lacks a little bit of depth. Was kind of a racist stereotype. But this movie came out in 1939. So Urabati racist. We're working from the ground up. Well, yeah, yeah. It's okay. also 2018. Urabati still racist. Seemingly. But this was 1939. So it was about the South. It was about the South in the Civil War. Mm-hmm. And, and it was it, it really um. See, my issue with it is that it really glorifies the South in the Civil War, and it's got a lot of carpetbaggers did bad shit. The South owned people, is what they did. They owned people. Like, like, furniture is what they did. Mm-hmm. So, maybe not a lot of glory to be had. So it's sort of like Dolly Parton's Dixie Stampede, but over four hours, and it won some Oscars. You can't come for Dolly like that. <laughs> what? You can't come for Dolly like that. Have some consistency in your beliefs. Okay, let's move on to the. Let, 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 let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. Let's not. Let, we'll talk about that later too. <clears throat> this is by Jerry F. Wow. I just spent two days watching Gone with the Wind, nineteen thirty-nine. I've seen this movie three times in my life because this movie is four hours with overture, intermission, and exit music. I decided to stop day one at the two-hour intermission when Miss Scarlet decides she will never go hungry again in the deep south. <laughs> what is fascinating is I'm much older in life now and actually get why this movie is called Gone with the Wind. It's because when someone dies in this movie, they're gone with the wind. No. Just my humble opinion. Trust me, I did not say who dies in the movie, so I did not spoil it for anyone out there who has not seen this classic Hollywood movie with 10 Academy Awards. I remembered there were a lot of twists and turns following the cast of characters before, during, and after the American Civil War, but this third time watching it drove me nuts with major anxiety. The search for an actress to play the part of Scarlet led 14,000 women being interviewed for the part. I also forgot that three directors were used to complete this obscenely long movie. Victor Fleming had to take time off from directing due to exhaustion. Oh well, best movie marathon weekend I've had in a long time, and tomorrow is another day. Can we back up a little <laughs> bit and discuss how every time I rewatch Shutter Island, which I've seen dozens of times, you know famously one of my favorite Leonardo DiCaprio movies... Every time I watch Shutter Island and the twist comes up, it gets even more surprising. I forget every fucking time what the twist is going to be. There's not a twist in Gone with the Wind. I was also wondering about that. But I like that it gets more surprising every time. He's like, oh, fuck. Gerard Butler does go to the moon. It's not. (laughs) (laughs) Why are you lying to people? You don't like Shutter Island. Yes, I do. Don't don't talk shit. I love Shutter Island. Let it be known on the record. Fucking robbed at the Oscars. It's because he hadn't slept in a bear yet. 
You remember the part where he had the lighter? I haven't seen Shutter Island. I barely remember it. I know. Listen, though, if somebody came up to me and said, oh, well, here's the twist in Shutter Island, I'd be like, oh, wow. Okay. Because that movie is like, when it come out, it's like six years old. 2008? It's like 10 years old. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I had 10 years to see it. Excuse me, you have had (laughs) since 1939 to watch Gone with the Wind. You can say Ashley dies. That's okay. Oh, I didn't know that. Ashley dies and the South loses. I might have watched it. You wouldn't. I might have. Moving on. I'm getting older. My tastes are mellowing. Okay. When you watch this as an older person, you might forget the South lost. Especially in this particular climate, the South lost that war. Because remember when I said they owned people? That was bad. (laughs) Turns out that was a bad thing that they were doing. Building an entire economy on the fact that they owned people. So... It, it is a shaky foundation. <laughs> At best. But let's dig into the practicalities of the Civil War a little more. I think that's fantastic material. Yeah, there's nothing funnier than the Civil War. Genuinely. Dolly Parton. <laughs> She's done a lot of good. <laughs> anyway. Dixie Stampede is a questionable enterprise. <laughs> The great mystery is how Vivian Leigh gets the best actress. This is your review by D. Pender. Three stars. Clark Gable was robbed of the Oscar in this one and is the only reason this film gets four stars. The great mystery is how Vivian Leigh gets the best actress award for the most obnoxious performance of all time. She was unwatchable through most of the film. That's the... uh... And he gave it three stars, and he said in the review that he was going to give it four stars because the Academy did not recognize Clark Gable (laughs) for his wonderful rape-slash-push-women-downstairs role. Okay, okay. So, uh, Vivian Leigh is... Scarlett O'Hara. Oh, I thought we were talking about... The, no. the baby birther still. No, the baby birther. Oh, okay. Well, now name. I can't make any the Oscars are too white jokes. No, they fucking white, dude. Well, I know. They are so white. Oh, for sure. No, that was Hattie McDaniel. She won the first ever Best uh, Supporting Actress uh, Oscar for, I, I actually think, any woman of color. <laughs> But uh, yeah, for Mammy, mm-hmm. which is just I a thought rich... that's what the character's name. I didn't want to sound racist. Yeah, yeah, just a really <laughs> rich um, role there. I really, I, I kept no, thinking, it was I racist think, as shit. It I was think not... it's Mammy, but I don't want to sound like an yep. asshole. No, it, it this movie sort of originated that really stereotypical like the, Mammy, like, Mrs. Buttersworth role, kind of thing. Yeah, um, or no, that's is... Aunt, that's Aunt Jemima, the wrong one. Okay, just. <laughs> Just let's just jump no, that in. It's like a stereotype, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's it's, fair. It, yeah. All right. Okay. Listen, I've been kind of reading these in like I've been I've been trying to read these so that I can get angrier and angrier as the time goes on. I really peaked though because I don't know. I just I'm spicy today. <laughs> so I've got I've got this one. Mary R has this to say. 
is what it is meant to be. A great movie. Top-notch acting. Five stars. This is not a history lesson, nor is it, is it a glorification of the South that was. What it is, is what it is meant to be. A great movie. Top-notch acting, beautiful sets, and a great plot. You should watch it for that and that alone. A lot of people will watch this film and feel outraged at the portrayal of people in bondage happily getting along with their masters. But... But... Oh, God. There lies just beneath the surface telltale signs that the pictured world was not as it appeared. So you think she's about to go back to the fact that they portrayed slaves as being, like, cool and chill with it? As the war goes on, the soldiers get younger. Just boys by the end. The people get thinner. And the only ones coming home are terribly wounded. The South was starving and starving people are prey to infectious diseases and they die of them much more readily. Also true is the fact that they ran out of the most basic medical supplies. These women who had once lifted nothing more hazardous than a needle were forced to learn to plow, sow, and reap the fields because there were no men left. They watched their loved ones, including their children, die of diseases and in rural areas even had to dig their graves themselves. What the Civil War was, was a clash between cultures. Mm. The emerging industrial age with its wage slaves and slums and the agrarian age with its slaves and rigid class oh, system. Oh, God. A trivial note that some may not be aware of is that the tune the carpetbaggers were singing, which is named Sherman's March to the Sea. That is an actual hymn that is used in the hymn books in the North, usually side by side with the Battle Hymn of the Republic. Whoop, whoop. Ooh. I'm gonna let you just resonate in that for a Ooh. little bit. That was a that was a deep, deep stew of difficulties. I'm gonna start with an unfunny and say that the Civil War was shitty. It was really bad for the South. Really? But what I can tell you is that But there was so much hard tack. <laughs> and we all love a good hard tack. <laughs> and there was a lot of pee in their boots. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I, I I lived in Virginia for like 12 and a half minutes, and that's, they only ever talk about the Civil War in Virginia. I don't, it was, it's all founding fathers and then also the Civil War. And if you don't live in the capital, it's just. And piss boots? Well, yeah, because the leather was too hard. I guess they pissed in their boots. I don't have the fact check on that. That's just a fact I remember for being like 10, however old you are in fourth grade. I think they peed on their boots. Maybe they peed on their friends' boots. Maybe it's just a pee party. Anyway. But yeah, it was a culture war because you see the North had wage slaves and the South had real slaves that were real people that they thought were um like cows. So same thing, really. Same thing. It's really mm-hmm. the same thing. She probably doesn't even know that she's a Marxist. <laughs> A really bad one. A really bad one. I don't think one. that this woman's problems start with marks. <laughs> okay, I've got one more, and it's very, very long. Um, and I'm not, I'm not trying to read the whole thing because I don't think the whole thing's gonna be funny. Um, this is a review titled "Scarlet: Colon Quotes." Tara, home. I'll go home. And I'll think of some way to get him back. After all, tomorrow is another day. Which is one of her most famous lines in the movie. Mm -hmm. 
about how she's going to go back to her homestead. And she's going to win back the heart of rapist and woman pushing downstairs her, Clark Gable. I mean, Rhett Butler. <laughs> so this person gives a brief synopsis of uh, the movie. Oh, good. I'm sure that was necessary. It was. It was mm-hmm. for people like yourself who, who have never sat down and wasted four hours of their lives. Or who can't pull up an IMDb page. <laughs> and then, Gone with the Wind, Triviana. And... I don't know how funny this is going to be, so you figure that out in post. Okay. But one of the tidbits that she uh, puts out into the universe is something, you know when you know that facts exist in the world, but your brain never one time puts them all together and and opens the window into what the fuck? (laughs) Martin Luther King Jr. attended the world premiere Cotillion Ball for Gone with the Wind in Atlanta with his father and invited guests. Also at the premiere were a handful of Confederate Civil War veterans. And I was like, no, no, people who fought in the Civil War weren't alive in 1939. That is a push. They were. Okay. They were. They were. Do you know when the Civil War ended? I forget the exact, in 1850... 1865. Oh, God, I'm so dumb. Oh, man. I'm a, I'm a dumb, dumb boy. So, people who were born at the end of the Civil War were 74. I googled this. I just went down a real rabbit hole because I thought, surely not. Surely, like, the grotesqueness of the Civil War wasn't that recent in our history. No, we're shitty. We shitty. Mm. Mm. Mm, we shitty. Um... So here's a here's a quick quote for you. In Lee's last retreat, the flight to Appomattox, historian William Marvel identified Private Pleasant Riggs Crump of Talladega County, Alabama, who died December 31st, 1951, as the last confirmed surviving veteran of the Confederate States Army. The last Civil War veteran died in 1951. Ooh. 1951. I bet he had some hot takes on World War II. Oh, oh, oh. So. That Hitler, he seems to have some decent ideas. <laughs> I wouldn't have gone after the Jews, but. Gotta go after somebody. I it just, it's, I, I, just, I, I'm baffled. I was okay. baffled. I okay. was baffled. That That is interesting. So, yeah, MLK. MLK Jr., Went to the Cantillion Ball premiere of Gone with the Wind, a racist as shit movie, with people who fought to keep slaves. That's what he did with his life. Now, now let, let's let's do this. And let's, here we are in 2018, pretending we're not racist. Now let let's say Gone with the Wind might be an awful movie to watch, but. Had that not happened, perhaps perhaps that experience inspired MLK in some way. You know, perhaps that set into motion some things. I mean, he was nine. But sure, maybe, maybe. yeah. I think we can yeah. I think we can go to bed on that and feel a little better. <laughs> I feel like that wasn't super funny. I just needed to tell you that. No, I liked it. You know, I ev- everyone's bad, and I, now I need to talk about Cats the Musical, because otherwise <laughs> I'm going to cry. 
Beach is still out there, babe. Is it out there? We got so much more to talk about. It's it's out there. It's a, it's the monster crawling through the the South Carolina could, wasteland. Oh, thank goodness! I literally was about to be like, wait a second, can I tell you something? I don't know where Myrtle Beach is. <laughs> it's in South Carolina. Yes, yes. Okay, indeed. sweet. Mm-hmm. Okay, now earlier I said that Myrtle Beach was my personal hell, and then didn't explain why. Some of that, for you at least, is self-explanatory. For the listeners, I, I don't think I need to say anything else other than that there are there is more than one Joe's Crab Shack. <laughs> Myrtle, Beach is, Myrtle Beach is not a big place. Okay. We're going to look at one of those Joe's Crab Shacks. That's where we're getting started. Oh, sweet. In our, in our tour of Myrtle Beach cuisine. We're looking at Christina M. first in her five-star review of the Joe's Crab Shack. Oh, man. Getting started off positive. Oh, man. The three Michelin star Joe's Crab Shack. Mm-hmm. We had a great time at Joe's. Our server was phenomenal. I wish I could remember her name to give her a shout-out, but she was great with our kids and great at her job. I felt like I made a friend by the time dinner was done. <laughs> <laughs> The playground is a dream come true for any family with kids. Our toddler worked up an appetite as we waited for our food. Our crab dip appetizer was amazing. For dinner, I ordered the mahi tacos. Yum! And my boyfriend got the shrimp po' boy. Huge and double yum! We left dinner so happy and satisfied from our visit at Joe's. This will be a must stop for us every time we come to Myrtle Beach from now on. Asterisk, playground. Asterisk. My son got treasures on the treasure box. Asterisk. Great service. Asterisk. Family keepsake photo well worth the $10. We had a great time. Folks, do yourself a favor and eat at Joe's. Ask for a seat out back if you have kids. Winky face. Wait, you can get... Wait, what does she mean? You can get a keepsake photo. Would you like... uh, Now, I know audio format. Would you like to see her keepsake photo? I mean, like, I also don't want to drag this probably kind individual, but... No. Well, okay, so here's the thing. We have a very lovely looking family. God bless. And the adults, the parents, have both decided to wear Joe's Crab Shack hats. The mother, who has a very genuine smile, is wearing a crab hat that is bigger than her head, with big spindly legs coming all out of it. And the father, who looks like a sunburnt Sean Astin, is wearing a shark that is eating These his face. These are probably nice people. We can't drag their appearances. But what I can drag... No, they, they look great. But what, what I can drag is the fact that they are just slipping down this mortal coil, babe, like we all are. We are all <laughs> slipping our way Death down. Death comes to us all. Death Either comes Joe's. to us all, yet here we are. I think that the Grim Reaper should be the new mascot for Joe's Crap Shack. Yes, staring over all the families wearing those fucking hats. That's it. Just a big scythe that underneath it says, eat it, Joe's. And, and paying $10 for a keepsake photo branded with Joe's Crab Shack. Well, I can only imagine how much their food was. Right? How much was the crab dip, Carol? All right. Edgar M., one star. I've been to many Joe's Crab Shack, and I just try to do an order to pick up since the wait time is a er, and the lady on the phone asked me to wait after I did my order and hanged up on me worst service. I hate when I go down to the Crab Shack and I go spin an er. (laughs) 
What this person hates is the fact that they did not, they have raided a restaurant that they did not step into. <laughs> they have raided the restaurant because they got hung up on. Which, I mean... which means that they were probably put on hold and then accidentally disconnected, which happens. True. What you do as a human being is you call back, unless you're Edgar M. <laughs> and then it's an excuse to get on Yelp and order your food from fucking somewhere else. All right. Joe's Crab Shack. Review. Three stars. This is by Glenn V. Now, in our off time, we've, we've discussed Glenn V to some extent. Do you remember Glenn V? I think so. Glenn V is the poet laureate of Yelp. Oh, good. A young Anthony Bourdain in the making. Rest in peace. Aww. Three stars. With one young hostess outside and five younger hostesses inside, it was determined within a vast moment closer to five that an outdoor seating option was available. To the far end of the dock we were sat, sun setting to the west, water glistening from the wake of an obnoxious speedboat for hire, but with hurricane in hand, an overwhelming ease came upon me, ready to order, I thought to myself. A good third of the menu read to me to be all on the greasy, greasy, and greasier side, which is typically of no issue. However, going back-to-back -back meals, Cracker Barrel first, with bacon-wrapped deep-fried items left me looking for something else, which never materialized. The big real platter was a monstrosity of non-crisp bottom of the heat, dying an oily death of french fries and onion strings. The single piece of deep-fried breaded white fish amounted to three bites was enjoyable, but with tartar sauce served in a thimble, as were the other three dipping sauces, I found them virtually unusable and completely inadequate. The plating was a cross between the army and the big house, just sloppily strewn amok. The two shrimp portions of the meal were completely hit and miss. Coconut shrimp was really yummy. <laughs> But the shrimp encased in a lumpy, cream cheesy, breaded blob really put me off. Are we done? We will be hearing from Glenn V later. For now, we're going to take a trip to Bennett's Calabash. Oh, oh okay. This okay. is a seafood buffet. Oh, so we're just going to leave. We're leaving Joe's. We're leaving Joe's. We're Bye, at, Joe's. We're Are we going to get a picture? Are we going to get a picture before we leave Joe's? <laughs> we should. $10. $10. Add it's that a to steal. my tab. Um, I'm going to let you read this one. What? This is a review for Bennett's Calabash Seafood Buffet. This is, is this there are, our, our, our normal... Um... Oh, I know. There are, again, like three of these in Myrtle Beach. So what is a, cal what is a, what is a, a Bennett's Calabash? I have no idea what Calabash means. Oh. Now I'm handing this like to you. I you did your research. I need you to read this review in your deepest, darkest valley girl. Oh. Oh, okay. Okay. I got that for you. Let me conjure it. Nick Cage. Nick Cage. <laughs> <clears throat> this place put me in a seafood coma, and the hush puppies are dank AF. Please come here if you're looking for a good seafood buffet and a nice nap after. Five stars. Five stars. Let's find out what other people think about the Bennett's Calabash. One star. I think that's all we need to hear. Right. Dank AF. Them hush puppies. Uh, one, one star, AJG. This was the most disgusting buffet we have ever been to. The food was cold. The buffet was dirty. The floor was filthy. I asked the server if I could have another set of silver because mine was dirty. She never brought me another, so I had to ask another server. I went to use the bathroom and the toilet was clogged. Oh. I spoke to the manager and he offered no apologies. <laughs> Someone should report this filthy establishment to the Board of Health and the INS. Don't go. 
Oh, no. No. <laughs> no. Fuck. Oh. oh, God. Fuck. Oh, it cracked me up then. It cracked me up now. Oh, God. It's so bad. Oh, dear. Okay. People are bad. I People are dog shit. Well, and in Myrtle Beach especially, I'm sure. Oh, we don't know that. Tourists, man. <laughs> Tourists that go to Myrtle Beach. <laughs> that was judgy. I know that was very judgy. Don't give me that look. Uh, we're leaving Bennett's. We're leaving. Okay, we're just. This is just a rapid fire seafood like pressure Bonanza. wash. We're leaving the seafood behind though. Oh, okay. Because we are. Can you do some horse sound effects? Horse clomping sound effects? Uh. Not not on the not on the thing that your mic is on. That oh. is that is that is deadly to our podcast. Uh, okay. <laughs> I can clap. Keep going. You're almost on it. No! Come, Squire. We are off to the Medieval Times Dinner Show. Oh, fuck. <laughs> All right. We have a two-star review from Robert S. Now, I'm just going to read the first part. It's right up there with indentured servitude. <laughs> I think it, I think it's funnier without context. It does go on. Bold. 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 You know who we're gonna hear from now? Is it Glenn? It's Glenn V. Glenny boy. He stopped at the Medieval Times too. Good. He did a circuit of the whole Myrtle Beach area. Four stars. My hesitations were clearly on display as we trudged into the white stucco castle, unsure about a few important aspects. The food. The chicken was better than I expected. The roll was unworthy of throwing at a poor performer, which I, which is not permitted, unfortunately. So with chalice in hand, I cheered for green. The entertainment. From jousting to other hand-to-hand -hand weapon combat, these guys were terrific. They were choreographed so well. Team costumes were vivid and colorfully fun to cheer for. As time was going on, I faded in and out of full attention, and when I re-involved myself, I realized our green knight was going against the yellow knight for the final battle. So take a wild guess who won, and who the winner gave the flowers to? Green Knight, and my wife. Thankfully, my ex now. <gasps> oh, shit! Too bad I didn't get his information. After he caught up to us in the lobby to say how beautiful she was, he proceeded to leave. Come back, Green Knight. We are through, and you can have her. Can't honestly say I liked her much anyway. What the fuck is happening? I know. What the fuck is happening on the internet? Glenn, are you okay? His clothes hanger was full. He had to air all that shit somewhere. Can I, can we read, can, Glenn. <laughs> Glenn, are you okay? You don't put dirty clothes in a hanger. <laughs> put it on a line, I know. Here, here, I'll just, I'll, I'll, I'll splice line in over hanger. No, I like it. No, pause. Line. <laughs> no, 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 no. You don't get to do that. I've got one more. No, I'm not done talking about Glenn's ex-wife. <laughs> okay, what else do you have to say about what? Glenn's Okay, can we, can we just put ourselves in that headspace for a second? Like, literally, this mm. green eye guy, I'm imagining somebody very debonair, mm -hmm. uh, wins, gives, gives these flowers to this lady, and then finds them after to be like, hey, girl. <laughs> That's a look. Like, what? I don't... Ooh. Hubba hubba, motherfucker. And then he walks off. <laughs> That's what he said. And Glenn was like, whoa. Wait, but like, also, but like, what? I... Mm. <laughs> 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 I 
yeah. The yeah. audacity. Yeah, it's of man. Distasteful. Distasteful. Well, he I didn't like say. her anyway. I didn't like her anyway. What the fuck, Glenn? Let this it, isn't let days it be of known. our lives. Let it be known. Glenn V reviews bridges. This is this <laughs> this is this is unacceptable. And I mean that literally. He has reviewed bridges. Okay, well, not the bridges between people. Nope. Alright, no trip to Myrtle Beach would be incomplete without... Wait, no trip would be incomplete? No trip to Myrtle Beach would be complete <laughs> without... What restaurant do you think? Captain Cap- D's? No. Try again. Um, uh, 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 Take me away again margaritaville margaritaville we got one review from the margaritaville i'm gonna slam dunk it from the heavens and on through the microphone this is by slime s good i ordered the nachos and they were amazing but my mom ordered the shrimp salad and some of the lettuce was brown and the shrimp was very shrimp and unappetizing the lines were kind of old and one only had one drop of juicy Why are the shrimp so shrimp? Why are the shrimp so shrimp? I didn't order shrimp to taste shrimp. This shrimp too shrimp. I just wanted that buttery, meaty texture. Don't give me that shrimp taste. I excuse me. I ordered shrimp in this restaurant. Please send me imitation crab. <laughs> just some crab sticks. That's all I wanted. Just some little crab I just, sticks. I wanted. I just wanted the little bits of imitation crab. That's what I wanted. Don't give me the shrimp. <laughs> Don't give me the thing from the ocean. I've been wanting to talk about Cats the Musical for like two weeks. For that's, two, the, that's the like thing that's I, been driving you crazy, huh? Oh my gosh. Oh, oh my gosh. I'm pumped. Okay. Listen to me. Listen it's interesting me. because I've never seen Cats. You don't need to. Okay. It's okay. Okay. All you need to know is that I had the, I believe, West End 1980s version on DVD and I watched it on repeat. We had it on VHS and then I had it on DVD and I know all of the names of all of the cats and all of the songs and it's amazing and anyone who thinks otherwise can talk to the motherfucking hand. <laughs> they can bite the big one. They can. Bite off a big piece of the big one. <laughs> Which is death. <laughs> okay. What I will say though is Cats is a mostly plotless musical. It is it is a concept musical. There is a plot, but it, it is a it is a fairly thin plot mm. for the fourth longest running musical of all time. <laughs> Um, I did I did spy the subject of the review you're about to read. And I, I like that they're about to be wildly informal with the name of the famous playwright of the musical Cats. <clears throat> Go ahead. This is by Amazon user Joe Fox. Thanks, Andy Weber. He calls T.S. Eliot just T-Bone, so it's fine. <laughs> T-Bone Eliot. <laughs> it's Andy and T-Bone who made Cats. I have a secret. I love Cats. But not the animal, silly. The Broadway musical. Cats are so much work. And they can be bitchy. (laughs) Tell me that's in quotes. It's censored. It's B asterisk asterisk C-H-Y. So it's maybe beachy. Okay. Not that that is a problem. I clapped more times watching that show than I actually had the clap. Then they release it on cassette. Heaven. I gave it four stars because you can't see wonderful costumes and dancing on the, of the beautiful people, but you can't always get what you want. But it is, 
delight on its own. I love Jared Leto. <laughs> so th- this I is should a- I should clarify that this is uh, the CD. This I was about is to this say, is for the okay. the CD of the the musical okay. songs. Okay. Rough because to a good they start. haven't released a, a a video version in a long, long time. Hmm. <clears throat> I'm gonna I'm gonna keep the name of this poster secret because it's an entire email address. Um, <laughs> good. Okay. It is 19 years old. I will I will tell you that that this is this is a flashback review because mm. on Amazon when you go to the reviews for Cats the Musical CD, you get a review from 1999. Amazon existed in 1999. This, this review is from April 5th, 1999, okay. when Cats the Musical was only 19 years old. All this right. is also when it was still on Broadway. All right, John Connor, let's hear it. I have a lot to say. About this CD, I bought it and realized it was completely different to the video cast. And then I realized it was 19 years older. And my favorite song is Miss Stumsons. But on this <laughs> CD, there is a whole verse of music missed out where Jacob Brent dances. I was very disappointed at this. I want really useful company to make new CD. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep going. Which is the same as on video. Please email me on your views. <laughs> so flashback, that's what the internet sounded that, like in 1999. I guess that's how we did it in 1999. It was just your email address. And, it was just your yeah. email address and you just you just went for it. And if it wasn't your email address, it was your AIM. Mm-hmm. Okay. Chat me up on AIM. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, gosh. Mm. See, I because I was in a different country for like most of my formative years, it was all MSN for me. Mm-hmm. It's all MSN. Mm-hmm. I didn't really do AOL or AIM. Mm-hmm. AIM, um, AIM for me was a a hormonal nuclear wasteland of stress and attempts to have friends and be social with people who were not my friends and were not interested in being my friends. Aww. Uh, yeah. Aww, sad baby. And so, I'm so glad it's dead. Aww, sad baby. I'm so baby. glad Aim is fucking toast because I blame it and not me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 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 okay. I have so many reviews and I've been trying to call them. I'm just going to hit you with as, as many as I think are going to be funny. And then I have a fucking bomb to drop on you that I have been holding in. I love a good bomb. This is NY's longest running musical. It's not anymore. It was beat out by three other musicals, but it's okay. <laughs> Sorry, Andrew. But what were you smoking? I listened to some of the songs. At first, I thought they were kind of catchy. After a while, I resorted to concussing myself to get the songs out of my head. So, long story short, avoid unless you enjoy Weber's repetitive format, Beltsy Soprano, Love That Doesn't Work Out, etc., and you are the insane person who can listen to a musical hundreds of times and not get tired of them. I'm being nice by giving him two stars. There, there is no way. There is no way to vocalize and put into audio the physical gestures and reactions I had to that review. I physically recoiled as if I were witnessing a murder. I just, I also love that that he's coming from Andrew Lloyd Webber, like he wrote Cats. No, that was famous and lauded poet T. S. Eliot. Oh, you were. 
I genuinely didn't know that. No, it is. It's based off a, a book of poems by T.S. Eliot. You're fucking kidding me. And mo- lyrically, a lot of them come straight from T.S. Eliot's poems. Is it called Cats? Um, it's called... We're learning something here, folks. Yeah, okay, that's what I thought. It's called Old Possum's Book of Cats. And all the characters are from T.S. Eliot. Fucking T.S. Eliot, man. Every fucking time with those titles. Can I... Okay, okay. New segment. New segment. This is a personal review. Okay. This is somebody who didn't understand my passion. One time in college, I was getting dinner with somebody that I, like, wanted to be friends with because uh, she was in my eyes very admirable and Mm -hmm. this book was brought up the old possum's book of practical cats and she looked at me and she said did you know that andrew lloyd weber made it into a terrible musical and i looked at her for a long time and i was like yeah you were making some assumptions i i did know that and then we did not hang out (laughs) that was a deal breaker (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh that i've heard so many bad date stories and that wasn't even a date and that tops all the bad date stories oh, what, a, what a horrible like, encounter she just didn't even know that she hadn't just put her foot in her mouth she just kicked herself in her own stomach like, <laughs> <laughs> okay scary a child's six-year nightmare oh cats is my worst nightmare i have had millions of nightmares just from watching the commercial the eyes in the intro are so scary. You'll never have to be guilty you bought this movie ever again. Now I just want to throw away the Cats movie I own. You'll be a happy person if you don't buy it. Why do they own it? Why do they own it? Why do, why do they own it? <laughs> maybe they didn't know at that time that it was going to be their six-year nightmare. Or, or maybe this was bought... Like, I had it because my mom liked it so much, and then I just watched it on repeat. So maybe, like, they just saw it. And they just need to tell the internet, by the way, this is my nightmare. I mean, I, I'm not without sympathy. In the right in the right context to perhaps a young child's mind, or perhaps while on uh, psychedelic mushrooms, that is some terrifying nightmare fuel. It's so beautiful. <laughs> I'm about to change your life. Not yet, but soon. Okay. This is by Amazon user Kimberly M. Spay the cats! Oh, God. I love cats for the fact that it brought more attention back to Broadway, but sadly, this musical is a musical that can be slept through. Don't get me wrong, I'm certainly not a Weber hater or anything. In fact, I'm a Phantom fan, but this musical is a disgrace. There is really no plot and only two good songs, I think are Memory and Rum Tum Tugger. I made the mistake of taking a cousin to see the show throughout the whole performance she kept asking me when we could go home and the highlight of her theater experience was buying a Beanie Baby during intermission. The show is long and drawn out and it's boring. The only cat I really liked was Rum Tum Tugger. For the rest of the cats seemed boring. Before you buy this CD, also ask yourself, how interesting can a show about cats be? This is one of the worst (laughs) musicals ever produced, and I strongly recommend if you're interested in Weber to buy Phantom of the Opera, and please let New York City spay the cats. 
That is a horrible. That is a horribly violent image. <laughs> I know, I know, because it's people in cat suits. Can I tell you though? I'm gonna lay. I'm gonna lay some knowledge on you because you've never seen this musical before. Okay. For theater kids, Rum Tum Tugger is a fucking sexual awakening. His whole deal is that he is the bad boy. Mm-hmm. He's the tomcat. He's the he. Well, yeah. And the he's proverbial tom. An insatiable tomcat. Okay. And so. That's why she like him. <laughs> okay. I see you. Okay, are you ready? Is this You're the not. world changer? This is the bomb? Tom Hooper is making a Cats movie. Oh, no. Well, I mean, he's he's good, right? He, yeah. did, he did good on Les Mis. He was yeah, Les Mis, right? Les, yeah, Les yeah, Mis yeah. and the King's Speech and oh, the Danish yeah. Girl. He's making a Cats movie. Again, there... I love this movie. Yeah. It does not have a plot. The plot of this musical is that it is the night of the Jellicle Ball, so there's the naming of the cats. So for like an hour, cats just sing about their own names. And there's a loose B-plot about Grizabella the Glamour Cat, who like was super cool and everything, <laughs> and then like has fallen from grace and now has come back and is hoping to be picked for the jellicle choice which the like head cat old deuteronomy does and he picks the cat to go to the heavy side layer and be reincarnated what? and that is the plot of the whole like 14 hour musical what the fuck t.s elliot <laughs> <laughs> like it is i love it so much but it is not it is the least cinematic musical that there is i okay we're gonna we're gonna come back to tom hooper <laughs> I do just, I do want to let you know real quick, you know, bond, bonding, relationship stuff. I, I should probably see this someday to understand your passion. It's just a thing I should do as a responsible partner. Uh, now that you've explained the p- plot, you will need to get me drunk. I'm oh, just letting you know. I would watch it drunk. Are you kidding me? You're going to need to liquor me up. But I don't, I just... And then you're going to need to put the DVD in and tell me... That it's the newest, like, John Wick or something. (laughs) John Wick 4. This time he's got a cat. (laughs) I want to see Keanu Reeves in a cat suit. Named Griswolda the Glamour Kitty. (laughs) Or whatever. Can I tell you about this movie a little bit more? It's going to have Jennifer Hudson in it. It's going to have Ian McKellen in it. It's going to have James Corden. They just added Taylor Swift to the mix. And here is my question for you. Is they going to wear cat suits? (laughs) James Corden in a cat suit. Like, again, I love Ian McKellen just so much. Is he going to get his wrinkly old ass in a cat suit? Like, I just... Oh, my God. That would be amazing. I love him so much. But, like, what... Hooper. Hooper. <laughs> Tom. Tommy. Boy. We got to talk. I. It's been plaguing me since I found out that they were going to make a movie. Is it going to be CGI cats? Because that's bad. Are they going to move the mouths a la shaggy dog? Like, what? <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be the Polar Express all over again. <laughs> like, what's happening? It can't just be cats. It can't just be cats. How are they going to dance? <laughs> Is they going to wear cat suits? I I think they're going to wear cat suits. I don't... (laughs) Even with my limited knowledge, I don't know how you can do a cat adaptation without staging it like a play. Which some movies have done. You know, I've seen that. Like, like it's a theatrical version of a play and it's like 
even kind of filmed like a play and i could see that but tom hooper already did a famous play and did not do that no so this will be very interesting i just it's not gonna basically listeners i just i was gonna spend this whole time so that i could have a mental breakdown at the end because i need to know so bad do you know what the cat suits and cats look like i've seen them they they are they are nightmare fuel like, oh, no, they're great. It's just like, it's like painted morph suits with a belt around the waist so that they can have a tail. And then like Lion King-esque manes. And I just... I like, saw that... I saw your face recognize that you were describing nightmare fuel. <laughs> so... <laughs> I need to know. <laughs> Hooper! They're not scary. They're just painted morph suits. <laughs> Nothing's creepy about morph suits. I will let you know I've already dreamcast the whole movie. Oh, yeah? We won't get into that now. Okay. What is, what's a dream? Ca- oh, dreamcast. Okay. It's got to have Tom Hanks. <laughs> Tom Hanks is the is the Tom Cat. No! No! It's in his name. You want to see, like... Okay, listen. Tom Hanks, the hanky-panky Tom Cat. <laughs> if, this was, if this was, like... Sleepless in Seattle, Tom Hanks. That's okay. I don't want to body shame Tom Hanks, but he's getting on in years. I don't want to see him in a cat suit. <laughs> I don't want to see him. I don't want to see. I don't want to see Dad suit. Hanks in a cat suit. Like <laughs> the only cast that makes sense. Okay, you got to have Jared Leto. Jared no, I Leto. don't. Nobody needs Jared, Jared Leto. Leto. No, I'm sorry. No, you got to have the guy from Sneaky Pete. You're just naming naming people that you are, are vaguely waif-like. Yes. And as long as we're going with the guy from Sneaky Pete, we might as well pull in some other Scientologists. We got Will Smith. <clears throat> oh, Will Smith can still rock it, though. Mm-hmm. I know he's in Scientology, mm-hmm. but he looking good still. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Listen, I don't, I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. The only cast that makes sense so far... Well, no, I love Jennifer Hudson so much, and she can be whoever. I Taylor care. Swift She's amazing. makes sense. But only if they, if, they, if they try to make Taylor Swift... Talking about alienating our, our audience. If they try to make Taylor Swift Grizabella, I'm going to Tom Hooper's house. <laughs> I'm sorry to threaten you, Tom. Anyway, James Corden should be busted for jokes. I'm out. Drop the mic. <laughs> We should wrap up. We should wrap up. We're all up. done. We're all done now. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, let's do the, let's do the Twitter stuff. Oh, that's yes. All, that's all you. That's, that's all your, me. That's Listen, if you would like to get in hold, a hold of us, if you would like to chat, uh, we have a Gmail. Um, it's foreveracritic at gmail.com, or you can get a hold of us on Twitter, which I still don't know how to use, at Critic Everyone. That. That's it. That's all I got. Yeah, and I I mean as as the kids say, get at us. Get right? get Something at like me. That. I thought I think that's a bad thing. I think if they get at you it's like or is, is I, I think that's I, like I will a challenge. take any form of adding. Get get at me. Get at me. Okay, listen. Get, get at on... me with your Dreamcast for the movie Cats. Our podcast, I'm going to try to do this one off, no list, not looking at my computer. Our podcast also features music by uh, computer music all stars that's may the chords be with you and the song um i think it's green lights by jazar and our theme song is drag chain by steve combs our little advertisement for myrtle beach also featured the song road hazard by blue wave theory which is part of an album of free surf music available on the free music archive i in fact did not get the music contributions in one take but i'm about to say dope like a fucking doofus anyway dope 
dope. Dope. And leave us a like, review, whatever on iTunes. Do that whole thing. It's super helpful. And um, yeah, we'll check in with you next time. Sure, we'll have some crazy shit. Oh, actually, one last thing. I know this breaks the immersion of the podcast, but I want it to be known that you did a fucking sick job on your topics. And oh, I'm super happy with Listen, that. Listen, we got to end. I have to sneeze so bad. But you did such a good job on hey, your topics. I'm going to sneeze on the microphone. But you did Let's such a I'm good job. Sneeze. You did such Stop. a watermelon, Stop. watermelon, watermelon, <laughs> watermelon, watermelon, watermelon. Now, wasn't it? Oh my God.